1: And we are looking ahead to 2024 for better days for the Vikings and better days for all of us, whether it's your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, your political health, <laughs> if there is such a thing. So happy to have with us on our newsline on our John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. David Schultz is a professor at the University of Minnesota and Hamlin and is an expert in election law. There is so much to talk about, but we just have this bit this morning. But Good morning, David. Thank you for coming on with us. I really appreciate it.
2: My pleasure. Happy New Year to everybody.
1: Yes, yes. Well, 2024, it is a presidential election year. Uh, Brianna Beersbach with the Star Tribune wrote a nice article recently with a very nice TikTok, a, a calendar of what to look for this entire year when it comes to the election. Of a president. And I thought that was interesting to see what were what dates we're going to be watching as we move forward. Um, What overall, though, before we get into some of the specifics, what would be your description of 2024? What is your thought on how this might go?
2: I guess the simple word will be unique in American history. I know it's more than one word, but we've never going to we've never seen a presidential election like this before in American history, because what we're going to face is not just a former president running against a a current president, if all the polls are to be believed, um, but what we also have is a former president, first time in history, having been indicted, um, and now is facing four. Um, criminal trials with 91 criminal indictments and how this plays out in the polls um, and how this plays out in the election we don't know and then maybe one other unprecedented thing the two oldest candidates ever to run for president of the United States and so we've got lots of firsts here and for political scientists like me who try to make predictions based upon the past We don't have a lot of paths to work from here in terms of being able to do some forecasting into 2024.
1: David, are there laws on the books when this country was founded that would say that a person is not eligible to be the president if they are convicted of a crime? Or is that not a real, is that not true?
2: There does not appear to be anything in the Constitution that explicitly prohibits that from occurring, although common sense, I think, would reach a different conclusion. And the reason why I say that, if you look formally to the qualifications clause for president of the United States, have to be at least age 35, have to have been a natural born, not a naturalized citizen, and have resided in the United States for 14 years. Those are the sum total of of qualifications and there's nothing there that talks about criminal convictions um, or having committed a felony. And I think partly the reason why the framers never had that in there is remember that the original and still process of officially for picking the president of the United States is the electoral college. And I have a theory that the framers put so much faith in the Electoral College that if somebody had ever been convicted of a crime, the electors would use their judgment and would just never pick this person. So so I think we have probably an oversight or, I don't know, I'm going to call it what, a design flaw or something in the original constitutional structure that never envisioned we'd get to a situation where potentially – Potentially. And remember, Donald Trump hasn't been convicted of anything or potentially a convicted felon um, would run and perhaps win the presidency.
1: Six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. If you have a thought or a question for Professor Schultz, Professor David Schultz is on our news line to talk about the election, the 2024 presidential election and what we are in for as uh, populace. Professor Schultz. Um, Let's talk about the conventions and the nomination process. Do you anticipate that? I mean, is it hard to tell? But, I mean, that could really be a wing dinger, right?
2: It potentially could be. So just so people understand, two weeks from tomorrow is really the start of the primary season. We're going to have the Iowa caucuses, which will be starting, and then shortly after that New Hampshire primary. So we are literally on top on top of the, um, um, the primary process at this point. And it's gonna play itself out for the next several months until we eventually get to the Democratic and Republican national conventions, which will be occurring in, in, in July and uh, in August this year. And again, staying with the Republican side for a second here, is that we have Donald Trump you know, really facing besides you know the criminal indictments, possibly criminal convictions. We pr- are gonna probably have a U.S. Supreme Court decision to decide whether or not he can stay on the ballot um, or is he gonna be thrown off, like in places such as Maine or Colorado, maybe other states. So by the time we get to the Republican National Convention, um, If, in fact – and again, we don't know – if, in fact, he were in the middle of a trial or having been convicted, um, that could create bedlam on that side. And then on the Democratic side, um, it it is – although right now it looks like Joe Biden has has it wrapped up with a strong lead – um, things can happen in terms of the economy could deteriorate um, he doesn't have strong approvals within the um, nationwide maybe something happens and and again, we hope not um, you know he is you know he may face health problems, so all kinds of possibilities could lead to um, either of the conventions being um, Um, really surprises. I mean, traditionally they're not, but there's a lot of things that could happen between now and July that could change the course of what could happen at the conventions.
1: Remind us again about what happens at the convention level. The delegates go and they cast their ballot for which candidate they want to be their nominee, and how does it unfold at a convention in terms of getting to the nomination, the final choice? Okay, so the
2: the whole purpose of the Primaries and caucuses is to eventually pick people who will who will eventually become national delegates. And, it, and for many states, it varies. It goes from primary to state convention to national caucus. But individuals, let's say who who pledged um, for Donald Trump or Joe Biden or Nikki Haley or Chris Christie, whoever it may or Dean Phillips, um, if they win any, must vote for the candidate who they are pledged for on the first round. And by pledge, these are they were designated by again by the caucus votes or primary votes. If nobody gets a majority of the of the votes on the first round at either of the conventions, then the delegates are are free to cast their ballots the way they want, which is why candidates like Biden and Trump want to wrap it up beforehand they want to have enough delegates going into the convention so nothing can happen in terms of after that first round so so once we get to the first round um assuming a candidate has enough support they win the nomination then um, there is the pick for of course the um, the vice presidential candidate of which we're assuming if it's biden it's going to be um kamala harris we don't know if it's if it we're donald trump who he might want and then it usually unfolds with the final night of the conventions with the presidential nominee giving sort of you know the big speech or something like that and that's and that's what the two parties want they want something very scripted something um where there's nothing unusual happening, um, because in many ways, the conventions have become about three nights of infomercials. Um, but, but the potential is always there for something out of ordinary to happen.
1: Certainly this year, you would say that that is the case going forward. Um, look at, the, you know, I was just thinking about the big picture beyond the presidential race. This is, this this election year has a lot of people up for this open seats. You know what I mean? This could change the, this could vastly change how American, the American government looks right at the end of the day. Yeah.
2: Correct. Yeah. We have so far, I think the number is about 32 members of the house uh, give or take have announced um, that they're retiring or not running for reelection generally right after the holidays right around this time is where you get sort of the bulk of them announcing it. And so, I would not be surprised if we get somewhere around 50 members um, of of the House to say that they're not running for re-election, and with the House and the Senate both so very closely divided. Control of both of them really is up for an election because we'll have the entire House of U.S. House of Representatives up for election, and we'll have approximately one third of the U.S. Senate, including Senator Klobuchar, you know, up for re-election. And it's 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 right now it's really anybody's prediction regarding which party wins either of the chambers. It could be split. It could stay the way it is. All kinds of possibilities. Again, because it's just so close. America is just that divided of a country that it's really, as I tell people, it's just a few swing voters and a few swing districts that really determine the outcome of an election now.
1: And what will you be watching? Is there anything that like that specifically you'll be focusing on as we move into the next couple of months here with the I was just thinking I was talking last week with Tom Hauser, who filled in for Vanita about uh, the Iowa caucuses four years ago and how the little devices that they had to count the votes broke and everybody had to go home early and what a debacle that was. Do you know what I mean? I mean, what are you looking at? Hard to tell? Talk about that. Well,
2: well, what I'm really looking at at this point is, again, if the polls are to be believed, Donald Trump has an enormous lead uh, in Politics is kind of funny, is that you can come in sec, come in first but not do as well as you were supposed to, and people will declare you the loser. Um, this is only in politics does something like that happen. Um, and what I'm looking to see is um, um, if, if Trump wins, how big is his lead? Is it what the expectations were? Or does Nikki Haley or DeSantis um, um, do surprisingly better? I think for – um, especially DeSantis, Iowa um, is, is his, his line in the sand. If he doesn't do well there, he's probably out of the race. Um, and that's what I'm going to be looking for, is sort of that game of expectations. Other things I'm going to be looking for, which may not be about politics, um, again, what happens with the Supreme Court, um, if it, and, and most of us are assuming it's going to take the case about whether Trump can appear on the ballot. I'm also going to be looking at, over the course of the next few months, what happens in terms of his trials and where they're coming. And then one of the biggest things that always affects um, campaigns and elections is the economy. So I want to see how the economy is doing. But I think one of the other variables right now is the Israeli-Hamas war in terms of how that's starting to play out in American politics, And and that I would be looking at too.
1: Yeah, because that could obviously impact how voters vote, depending on where they are with with particularly that situation in the Middle East. So, listen, we are out of time. I so appreciate you coming on with us. Uh, It's been a pleasure, and I look forward to talking to you more in the months ahead going into the presidential election, David.
2: Great. Thank you, Susie. And again, Happy New Year to all the listeners.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand.